keeping a home, opening a successful business. People, are you ready? Meet your personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lee. Get ready for Leave on the Loose, who will help you get started in building your real estate empire. Grow your self-confidence, find your grit, and get the skills needed to dominate the real estate world. You're a player. This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! You know, it's um, Rosh Hashanah, 5781, Lauren. That's what we're at. This was the Rosh Hashanah holiday, and we want to wish everyone a Happy New Year from the Leapcast. The Leapcast, Lauren. The Leapcast is celebrating a Happy New Year. I hope this next year is better than the previous year. Well, so I think people don't realize that. It's good you bring that up, Lauren. They say that this 2020 has been a terrible year and they can't wait it to be over. What they don't realize is they should just adopt the Jewish New Year and it's (laughs) already been over. It's over now. Or or 5780 was a terrible year, but 5781, we're going to get a vaccine. That's going to be good. We're going to get a vaccine. And I'm telling you, it's not going to grow third years. I'm excited. No more third years. And what else we're going to do, and this is the most important, I think, of the whole thing, is our kids are going to be back in school. And I know they're going to school. Well, they're full-time now. But the thing is, every day I'm reading of another school district that keeps closing. Have you been reading about these schools? Not only do I read about it, but I actually know people in other schools that are not in the news, and those schools are closing too. So I'm curious as where the local news gets their number of which schools are closing and which is not. So just to backtrack, what we're saying is that, yes, we know New York City just pushed back again. They were supposed to start on Monday and they just pushed back how they're doing it and now they're doing a rolled starting date. But there's schools that have opened throughout the country already and there's been this hybrid of remote and non-remote and there's been this hybrid. But the schools that are going in person, even if they're only partially in person, what's happening is they keep getting one person in the test positive for COVID. And as we explained last week, the night before school, they shut down and say, you got to stay home. And last week we had our colleague Morty Yankovic come on and explain if you're a parent, he explained, what do you do if you're a parent? And all of a sudden they close school and then you can't go to work. And so I got to tell you, and you know, so what else happened in um, the old year? You know what else happened in 5780? What? I don't know if you read about this flesh eating bacteria. <laughs> no one talks about this, but perhaps the thing that keeps me up at night the most is flesh eating bacteria. I see this in Florida all the time, but it's never usually in New York. Yeah, I don't want to know it's in Florida because I'm on vacation and my flesh-eating bacteria doesn't come on vacation. But I only go to Florida on vacation. But I was reading in Connecticut, not New York, they call it the Long Island Sound. Well, that goes to Long Island. It's true. The Connecticut, they had flesh-eating bacteria in the Long Island Sound. And five cases, Lauren, over the last two months. Five cases as compared to seven cases all of last year. I don't know about you, but I'm afraid to put my big toe in that water. I'm going to invest in waterproof band-aids. Yeah, well, they did say that. What they said something like you know, if you put if you have a cut, they said put a waterproof band-aid on. I I don't I don't buy. It. I, I'm not into it. I'm I'm totally not it because you got to make it so there's no water that gets in the water. So I don't think it's the band-aid that makes it waterproof. It's how you apply the band-aid. So if you had a little gappage yeah. And, and I don't know about you, but every time I put on a Band-Aid, it just falls right off. Well, let's assume it's a sticky, icky Band-Aid yeah, and you put it on. 
And as a man, I have a problem. You don't have this problem. You shave. But I have man hair all over me. And my man, on your legs, you women shave. The, but well, the, but don't wax. But listen, doesn't the hair where I have give a little gappage so the water can get in? That's a good point. I'm wondering about that. Like they told you with masks. I don't know if you saw this. You shouldn't have facial hair. It came out with the CDC that the facial hair makes it that people can now see into the mask. And Lauren, they have this this thing, this rare infection, Vibrio vulnificable. Who cares? Yeah, Eat I don't me. want that. I, it's terrifying. Lauren, did you see what happens from this thing? It's flesh-eating bacteria. They say if you have surgery piercing or tattoos. You got to stay out of the water. And now this flesh-eating bacteria is going to brackish water and into salt water. And it's Connecticut. I got to tell you, it's Connecticut because it's not Long Island. You can see Connecticut from Long Island. So uh, well, Long Island. I'm loving my friends in Connecticut. I, I think you know that I'm a licensed attorney in Connecticut. You're my wife. If you don't know that. Well, she doesn't listen to me when I talk. So it's, <laughs> it's quite possible. We sometimes get off the air and she's like, what are we just talking about? Uh, well, I know that I do pay, I do our finances, and I do see your applications to renew your license in Connecticut. So, And I practice in Connecticut. I have a few active cases going on. So what I thought was interesting, though, is forgetting the flesh-eating bacteria. Uh, Connecticut is making a 5781 New Year's resolution. Starting this past Thursday, they have this new executive order. Statewide. Not just little villages or towns and Connecticut's got a funky thing with the counties. We don't need to go in there. They don't really have county government. Anyway, so statewide, Connecticut is making fines for not wearing masks. Starting on September 17th, that was this past Thursday, throughout the state, 100 bucks if you're not wearing a mask. Wait, is this anywhere? In Connecticut, the whole state. So if you're in Foxwoods, you're in Mohegan Sun, you know there's a world at play over there. And if you're going there, and so here's what I thought was so interesting. They said, yeah, there was previously like this higher law. It might have been a misdemeanor. And they go, local enforcement agents don't feel comfortable enforcing that. So let's create like this violation that's not obnoxious enough where we put you out of business. I don't know if you remember, we talked about all the people that lost their liquor license and all that jazz. Connecticut says, we're going to do it not so much, just a hundred bucks, just to dissuade you because they're not trying to put you in jail. They're not trying to shut down your business. We just want you to wear a freaking mask. And if no, it's a hundred bucks. It's not so hard, people. You know what's interesting? Have you ever felt like at the end of every month, there's a lot of cop cars out? You ever hear okay, that yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I always see it. It's not a rumor, Lauren. I'm driving, and they always hide. You know, when you're going, it's always I, uh, the cops. I don't know how you guys find these spots, but they they are like double secret. Yeah, well, and then you go, why am I getting an abnormal amount of tickets? Or you see the, all cars getting pulled over, and is it because of this quota? I, is there going to be a mass quota? In Connecticut, am I seeing? No, I don't. Like- I don't think you're right, Lauren. I don't think it's about getting. You're making it into a revenue generating thing. I think it's about. Did you see the director of the CDC? The director of the CDC, Lauren. He said this. Director Robert Redfield. He said that masks are the most effective thing we got. And then Trump says that's not really what he says. And then he backtracked a little. But if you even read his backtrack. He said, today, masks are the most effective thing we got. It's in dispute whether a vaccine is going to be better than a mask and why. And Trump, 
sorry, guy, you don't know what you're talking about. And if you don't like me for saying that, he don't know what he's talking about. And you know why? I don't know what I'm talking about either. You can't evaluate whether a mask is more effective than a vaccine until we have the vaccine to know if the vaccine's effective. Yeah. If the vaccine is like 10% effective. Then the mask is doing better. I think the goal is 75%, but it hasn't come out yet. Yeah. So until you know, 50 is the threshold, Lauren, for them to approve it. Um, at the FDA, it has to be more than 50%. It's kind of like a, um, uh, the uh, flu vaccine. Like, you know, you can still get the flu when you have the flu vaccine, but it gets rid of. So anyway, Trump, I'm not saying you're wrong. You're right. I'm saying you're wrong to say now whether a mask is more effective than a vaccine, because we just don't know. There isn't, for all we know, the vaccine makes you have three ears. That's why everyone's afraid of the vaccine. So anyway, so Director Robert Redfield, he's testifying before the Congress, and he says, he says that the masks, you need the masks, they're the most effective thing we got. And as I've told you before, everyone, to me, that makes sense, because I've tried speaking with my hand in front of me, and I make air hit my hand. And then I've tried putting a paper in between me and my hand, and I've noticed the air doesn't hit my hand. And I've noticed that if I have a towel that has little holes in it, little air hits my hand. But I find that when the least amount of air gets through, I'm able to transmit the least amount of my germs to someone else. So I, I don't know. Everyone's like, you know what the problem is with society today? If we can't see it with our own eyes, it's not true. We don't care about statistics. We don't care about statistics. We don't care about scientists. We don't care about science. Do you see the, um, what is it called? The Scientific Magazine is the first magazine ever to endorse uh, in their hundred and something years. Uh, Anyway, it doesn't matter. And because they said that- What are they endorsing? It doesn't matter, present. But the point is that science, we don't believe it. If we can't, like climate change- there's no way to know unless you trust scientists. Is that true? Like, even if it feels a little warmer or colder or it's cold or it's hot, like, we got to tr- trust the invisible thing. And what's interesting about that is that we have no problem with faith when it comes to religion, but we have problem with faith when it comes to scientists. Well, people think that scientists have an agenda. Well, that's what they're saying. But I, have you seen some of these preachers' houses? Like, I I watch the evangelical channels on TV sometimes. I like this. And I I love when the preachers are on TV. I I don't know when you sleep. I I like watching. You know, I like public speakers. And so sometimes there was one that I was telling about a few years ago that was complaining. He was on the news. And he was complaining that he needs a new jet. And he said, my other jets. He had like three jets before. The preacher's jets. The preacher's jets. He said that they weren't good for God. And he said, you're making a face at me, but I'm going to tell you why. I'm just trying to think of, is it luxury? No, it wasn't luxury. He said they didn't have enough gas capacity, so he had to refuel ever so often. So he needed a new jet with bigger gas capacity so he can get to spread the gospel faster. And so I'm not pro or against your beliefs in religion whatsoever. And I actually went to a um, Jewish day school for my elementary school and stuff like that. I get it. Um, what I am against, though, is I don't think the preacher should have a $100 million house. I think there's something sketchy over there. Like, I'm wondering about the whole the whole tax-free thing when the preacher is having a hundred. Like, I feel like you. I want my, my religious aficionado to be a monk. You know, like I want him— to, to give money to charity. Yeah, like if you have $100 million, why are people starving? Like, and I'm not judging. If you have $100 million and you're not a preacher, more power to you. I'm into capitalism. But I feel like a man of the cloth, a woman of the cloth. I don't think their goal should be to say, I need a bigger yacht. I don't know. Give back. Give back or don't be in that profession. That would be like your lawyer being like, hey, I have an idea. You drink this and then go drive. 
I'm going to call the police and tell them there's DUIs <laughs> on the road. Like, I just feel like your doctor shouldn't be like the dentist shouldn't be. You ever have this, Lauren, on, on Halloween? Do you think the dentist should give out the most candy? <laughs> yeah, come, come get it. I'll fill your cavity. Oh my, do you know how much a cavity costs when you don't have dental insurance? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have dental insurance, but our dental insurance is so sketched out and we have a good dental plan. You might probably like us and our, like you have to like, so we called up all these dentists. Well, nobody's are, seeing patients because of COVID. So they're backlogged six months. So I called like every single dentist and on our plan in a 10 mile radius. And they're like, I'm sorry, I'm not seeing any patients or new patients. So... I opted for the dentist that didn't take my insurance and had to bring our son for a cavity. Six years old, he has a cavity. The kid, the kid eats more ice cream than like I. I don't even understand. I'm like, no ice cream. He's like, anyway. Well, so I brought him for a cavity. It was like three hundred dollars, and I'm like, Spencer, was this candy really worth it? And then I go home, and what does Andrew do? He goes, "Do you want any gummies?" Well, gummies aren't candy. That's like that's you know, exactly they've got what like gummy pulls vitamins. That cavity so out, Andrew. Anyway, so okay. here's the thing: I have a buddy of mine who's a pretty successful radio guy, and he's much more successful than I am. You know, there's always whoever you are, there's always someone better. And he says to me, if you want to be good, you need to tell people you're going to talk about on each show at the beginning of the show. And what he doesn't realize is that 13 minutes in for me is the beginning of my show because I got so much chaos going on <laughs> on my head. So I'm just like, <laughs> anyway, every one of our shows are about how current events affect real estate and business. And today, the key to today's show, and why do we start off on our new year of 5781 and our, our resolution, and it's this mask thing. And I'm going to tell you why I have this mask thing. I was reading on the Facebook because as I tell you every week, I get all my information on Facebook. I love that thing. Like, I don't understand why you guys I don't I have it. a bone to pick with Facebook. So I thought I can trust the advertisers on Facebook, but I got scammed. There was a company that replicated my favorite shoe store. It told me that there was an 80% off sale. I clicked on the sale. It showed my favorite shoes. I got to pick which ones, pick the size, went through the whole process, sign up for an account. And if you don't know shoes to Lauren or like you don't mess with the gal's shoes, she'll find you, she'll cut you, she'll kill your family. Don't take her shoes. Well, the good shoes. These are the good solid brand shoes that I loved. 80% off. I bought six pairs. Then I send it to my sister-in-law and I'm like, oh my God, I got these shoes are 80% off. She does it too. We have this field day. It's amazing. And then we realize, wait, our credit card is a different price on the receipt of what we actually paid. And then I called my credit card company and it was scam, spam or whatever it is from, this was from another country. And then I had to cancel my credit card. And then all, of course, this was the credit card I use for all of my payments for everything. And then I had to redo all my auto pays. So, so anyway, Facebook cannot be trustworthy. Facebook can be trustworthy because I read this fabulous guy with this fabulous logo. And I'm saying to myself, Operation Unmask.us. This guy, he Operation Unmask. I love you, Operation Unmask.us. Um, I'm, I'm reading his thing on Facebook. He has logo. He sells cups, like coffee mugs. He sells T-shirts. He's making a business Wait, out of this. We're not up to the okay, business or sorry. any of that. But what we are up to, have you ever left your mask on too long? And there's advantages to masks because people can't see if I'm wearing my right lipstick. You know what I'm saying, Lauren? People can't see. You don't see. have to wear makeup. Yeah, people, there's things, there's advantages. But there's nothing worse than stinky breath mask. 
Ooh. Stinky breath really mask. terrible. It's the worst. Like, I feel for everyone that I've ever kissed in my life when I have stinky breath mask. Like, it's it's the worst. Like, you smell your own breath, and you're like, wow, now I understand why they say, do you have a Mentos? And so, he, <laughs> no, it's Mentos Fresh or Fun. So, this guy, Operation Mask.us, he is just awesome. He's telling people that we have to protest the masks. And I imagine a lot of you fall for the internet scam on Facebook about the shoes like Lauren. Mm. And you get your news from Facebook. And you don't know what's true and what's not. And you read his thing. And you read Operation Nomass.us. And he has some interesting language in there. He tells you. He tells you that you just got to put up this picture. It's a picture that you're in support of this thing because the government and everyone's trying to take uh, control of us. They're liberty, Lauren. They're taking away our, li- our freedom. When they mask us, they're masking everything about. That's what he says. Forgetting the fact that the CDC director already told us that the masks are the most effective thing to do today. Well, he's saying that you can't trust the CDC. Okay, he's saying that. And then what he says is we understand if you all can't do the mask, but at the least... I'm paraphrasing. He says that, and I don't know if it's a he, I guess. It could be a she. I, I didn't really research you, Operation Unmasked.us. I, I'm going to be honest. Gender He's, neutral. It's, we should call it a they, because I'm they. sure the person that believes in Operation No Mask mm-hmm. believes in multiple oh, genders. Definitely. We're going to call them okay. the they. And I learned about that because I watch Billions, and they had the they there. Mm-hmm. And the, Anyway, so I get all my information from TV. So back to where and we're Facebook. At. Well, Facebook's like TV. <laughs> so this guy, he writes, at the least, though, And I'm paraphrasing. This is what I got from it. You should tell customers in your businesses that you support them while they're not wearing masks. And I said to myself, I just have some questions, Operation Nomask.us. Ring, ring. Uh, well, I, wanted, I wanted to have him on the air. I was going to ask him to be on. And we got tied on time and everyone's telling me I shouldn't do it and why I shouldn't do it. And if he rings me, if you listen, Operation Nomask, I'll get you on next week to answer the questions. If you want to, if you call me, maybe you're not listening to me. I, I'm worth listening to. But here's, I just had questions I because I got stinky breath mask before. Stinky breath mask. I, you shouldn't call it Operation Mask.us, you should call it stinkybreathmask.com. Mm. Like, That's he's the making the exact reason why you should never wear Well, a mask. he's making a liberty thing. Yeah, I'm making no. it a smelly person thing. But back to him. I just wanted to understand since New York State, when you open your business, you had to have policies about masks. I don't know if you remember this, Lauren, but we went over this. We told everyone that when you opened your business after the stay-at-home orders, you had to have policies and rules, and you had to certify to the state that you were going to require people in your premises to follow it. Like when people walk in the door of my business, my law firm, they have to certify whether they've had COVID, whether they've been in contact with people. Like whether there's a, they have a fever, whether... It's a whole to-do. Yeah. And they got to wear masks at all times, and we have to have markings of where people can do. And this guy on his site is saying, I just want to be clear, that you should tell people in your place of business that you support them if they're not wearing masks. And I've seen a lot of other people on the Facebook saying, wear a mask free. You're not allowed in here if you're wearing a mask. Like, this is the things that people are doing. And my whole thing in life is... How do you make business happen? Well, that's what I want to do. That's what we're talking about here. So I'm wondering, Operation No Mask fella, if I listen to you, because again, stinkybreathmask.com, if I listen to you, maybe they're trying to muzzle me. I got a big mouth. Lauren's been trying to muzzle me for years. Maybe the government's after Lieb. That's what I'm thinking. 
And maybe if I agree with you, and maybe if I say to myself, I'm done with these stupid masks and the CDC's in the, what do they, what do they call it? Deep state. And there's the shadow government that's trying to, uh, the QAnon, I, uh, there's a whole conspiracy. So I'm with you, guy. I just want to know, though, if they shut down my business when I don't follow the rules, because they can. It says that. It says that the zoning could shut it down, the Department of Health, like because I didn't follow the rules from New York State. I just want to know, when I can't feed my family or pay for the mortgage, are you going to support me? Because I want to know what the rules are if I listen to what you're saying. I think you're a smart guy. You must know. You have a great website, a great logo. I want to know. You're selling T-shirts. You're selling mugs. You have a donate button. A donate button to me normally means to me that you are some sort of nonprofit, that I'm, I'm trying to support a cause, like someone running for office or someone, someone who, who, who is uh, uh, going to help the needy or someone that's a foundation that's going Is the donate button to protect businesses where you're going to indemnify all of us <laughs> if we follow your agreement? Assuming you're right and assuming everything and this liberty thing, I just want to know, or are you not really a 501c3? I don't know. Maybe he is a 501c3. Maybe he is a nonprofit. And when I donate, do I get a tax deduction? I just want to understand that. And do you send me a tax deduction form? And when we're doing the money and I'm donating, what percentage is going towards your cause to be able to change policy in the law? And what percentage of this is actually going in your pocket? Because I read about this guy. I don't know if you read about this guy. I read about this guy. Did you read about the guy? He was like Trump's campaign manager and he was doing build a wall. And he was doing a thing. Do you know about this guy? Have you heard of this guy? He got arrested because he was raising money for build a wall. And he said, oh no, we're not taking that money. And then he spent his life on that money. So I'm wondering, is Operation Unmasked.us, are you doing this for you? And am I getting scammed if I'm going to support you? Because before I buy your maybe beautiful mug. Maybe he needs mug, money for that jet too. Maybe he's Well, maybe go he's going to be a preacher. When I was in, when I was in college, my roommate and I, his name was Justin. We said to ourselves, we, this is why I first got interested in these preachers. And when I say preachers, again, I'm not talking about the monks. I'm not talking about the rabbis, the pious people. I'm not talking about the religious leaders in your church or your synagogue or your... I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the guy that has 100,000 people that he's preaching to while he's taking his yacht from his... 40,000 square foot house. I'm wondering, people, where my money's going. I just, I don't feel like it's alms for the poor then. I think it's alms for the preacher. And so back to the beginning of this conversation, I just want to understand because I have questions. That's what I do. I got questions. I think about questions. And on one note, New York State a week and a half ago said the MTA is going to find riders that don't wear a mask. We told you before and we'll tell you again that if you have a business and you don't make people wear masks and stay six feet apart in your business, you could get shut down to all sorts of other problems. We tell you, Connecticut just passed a law of $100 fine for not wearing masks, 250 if you're at an unauthorized large event without masks uh, and you go to this thing with 25 indoor, 100 outdoor. There's a $500 fine for planning unauthorized events. This is going across the United States. We see this everywhere. Schools are shutting down. We did that last week because people are getting sick. And the CDC director says the best thing to do today is to wear a mask. But then there's this guy or gal or they. It's a they. they. It's a they. Operation Mask Unmask.us. I got questions. So if you're brave and you're bold, come call the Leapcast because I'd like to have you on next week. Because I want to understand if I support Operation stinkybreathnomask.com. If I support this thing, I'm a Bobby. Are you going to indemnify me?
We'll be right back. This has been the Leadcast. This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lieb. Find us on social media at Listen to Lieb or visit listentolieb.com. 